Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I'm the author of the film review website quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews, you can read there anytime at quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I also want to remind you that I do another podcast that covers films of the 1980s. You can check it out. Just do a search for Around the World in 80s Movies, wherever you're listening to this right now, and you'll probably find it. Today I'm going to be covering a film that, another Christmas film, I'm doing two in a row. It's not even the middle of November yet. It is The Grinch. Dr. Seuss is The Grinch, I guess is the full title. It's a film that features the vocal talents of Benedict Cumberbatch. Cameron Seeley, Rashida Jones, Pharrell Williams, Keenan Thompson are also providing vocal talent here. The directors are Yero Cheney and Scott Mosier, and the screenplay credited to Michael Lesure and Tommy Swerdlow. It's a PG-rated film. It does have brief, rude humor, and the runtime is uh, just a little bit under 90 minutes. 86 minutes, I think, is the runtime I've checked. If you've read your Dr. Seuss, you've read How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you probably know this story. Obviously, it's a 90-minute film, so you're going to get a little bit more than what you find in the very short book. The inhabitants of the fantasy town of Whoville are gearing up for their favorite time of year, and that, of course, is Christmas. This year has them trying to be three times more into Christmas than they had been in the past, which says quite a bit if you know how much the people of Whoville really love Christmas. Now, not everybody is down for the party, however. The hermit-like, mountain-dwelling Grinch nearby detests the holiday celebration every way. He will not stand for Christmas to be even more obnoxious than before, which he comes into contact with. He runs out of food, he has to go into town to procure more, and he runs directly into Christmas Central. He concocts a plan to steal Christmas away from the Who's in Whoville. He dons the persona of Santa Claus himself, except... He's going to steal their presents instead of delivering them, souring them on the holiday henceforth. One of those who's is Cindy Lou, who has a special wish to deliver for Santa this year. One that requires actually telling him in person. She aims to find him, even if Santa may be the Grinch in disguise. There's a bit more to the story than that, but I won't necessarily ruin it for those people who've never read the book. The Grinch is an adaptation, as I mentioned, of that Dr. Seuss book. That book was published in 1957. Its full title is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. A short time after the book was published, Chuck Jones came out with a short animated TV special that runs a little bit under a half hour. That was back in 1966. The first full-length film version was on the big screen. Ron Howard's mediocre, albeit it was lucrative, it did make a lot of money. It was released in 2000. That was How the Grinch Stole Christmas again. It was a live-action release, though. This one takes it back to the realm of animation, just as the one from 1966 had been, except this time you have 3D computer modeling and a more modern take in terms of its snark to spin the tale to a whole new generation. Universal Pictures, along with Illumination Entertainment, who adapted Dr. Seuss before in Lorax, are the ones who make this film. This one, as I mentioned, is directed by Yero Cheney, who directed another recent Illumination Entertainment film called The Secret Life of Pets. You have Scott Mosier here. This is actually his first time working on a feature film as a director. He was a longtime producer of many of Kevin Smith's films. You've probably heard that name before if you're a Kevin Smith fan. This script from Michael Lesure and Tommy Swerdlow, it stays pretty 
close to the narrative structure that you'd find in the Dr. Seuss children's book, although obviously, as I mentioned, they have to beef up the story and the characterizations to try to fill up a feature-length runtime. The voice work here, it's fine. Benedict Cumberbatch ditches his British accent for an American one, his deeper pitch for one that's a little bit more nasal. It's a very soft yet spirited rendition of the Grinch's surly personality, although this version of the character shows the Grinch as not quite as evil so much as he is resentful due to the tragic childhood event that caused him to lash out at any and all who partake in the festivities each year. In other words, the Grinch is not quite as mean a one as we've seen before, despite the inclusion of the song, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Pharrell Williams, by the way, provides the narration. Reportedly, he was a late choice. The studio originally intended other candidates, but they didn't work out. Pharrell was chosen not because he makes for the best or most commanding voice, but because of his past association with Illumination Entertainment's Despicable Me films. He has a contemporary hipness factor not only here, but in other parts of the world as well. And his contributions to the soundtrack of The Grinch also merit his inclusion. There's additional music here provided by Danny Elfman in his confident original score. There are recurring jokes that involve a portly reindeer, a banshee-like bleeding goat, a lot of jokes with the Grinch's cute dog that doesn't actually speak, named Max. There's this elaborate booby trap set by the kids in order to capture Santa for a heart-to-heart discussion. A lot of that really kind of pads the runtime. The special effects here, they're rendered extremely well, as you would expect from an Illumination Entertainment release. It's in keeping with the norm when it comes to major studio releases with 3D animation, though, so I don't think that most people are going to be blown away by what they're seeing here. The transitions here are very smooth. The pacing is always energetic. The action is always moving forward at an efficient clip, even when the story goes into these side adventures involving the procuring of reindeer for Santa's sleigh or a sequence where the Grinch and all the toys in the sleigh are in jeopardy as they all cling precariously by a thread from falling off a mountain. The use of the soundtrack here is an asset to the film. It goes very well with the kind of pace that is set forth here from Illumination. I will say, while The Grinch is not nearly as memorable or as essential as reading the Dr. Seuss book itself, or really as charming as watching the original animated short film from the 60s, I will say, for a contemporary release, it's vibrant, it's catchy enough to sate entertainment interest for those looking for a holiday film for the younger set in the family. I don't know that a lot of adults are going to go by themselves or with a group of other adults to go see this movie. It's mostly aimed at kids, and along those lines... I took my six-year-old to this movie because it's one she really wanted to see. She seemed to enjoy it quite a bit. I found it passable entertainment for me. I was entertained enough by the film to consider it time well spent with my child, so I will give it a recommendation. It is more Illumination Entertainment than it is Seuss at times, although I will say if you enjoy both styles of storytelling, it's not a bad one to keep stuffed in your stocking around the holidays, so... I will give The Grinch three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I recommend it for those people who are looking for this kind of movie. If you're a fan of The Grinch, certainly you should give it a shot. You'll probably end up being entertained by this. If you have kids, if your kids show an interest in seeing this movie, certainly I think that you will find it entertaining to watch with them. So The Grinch, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, gets three stars out of four. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. 
If you did, you can click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get all of my film reviews as they come out throughout the course of this year and beyond. If you have anything that you want to say to me directly, you can go to my website at quipster.net, find my contact information, including links to my Twitter feed and my Facebook page. That's at quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net.